Hi, I'm Sandra. And I'm Holly, her daughter. And you're listening to a brand new episode of our podcast, Living a Hell Yes. Hell yes. Hello, Margie. Hello, Pumpkin. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Yeah, yeah, very well. Lots going on. Very well. Good. Lovely to see you. Lovely you to have, see you, as always. You have a podcast topic for us today. What are I we talking do. about? It's me today that's got the topic. Um, I heard this wonderful quote on the Terry Cole podcast, and um, she said, compare and despair. Right, you know, com- comparison can lead to despair. And I know we've done a topic before, an episode before on comparison, but what dawned on me when I heard this compare and despair is that sometimes our worst comparison in relation to how it makes us feel is comparison to our own expectations and not meeting them. What do you think? Yeah, I I, uh, I think it's a really good topic. I think that it's an important um, distinction to make from just general comparison in terms of comparing to others. I think expect, expectation as well is actually, um, you know, expectation is despair, I, I would say, in some ways. Um, I think it's good to have an element of expectation. Um, but I think when, it's not even when your expectations are too high, but I think sometimes when you have a certain expectation, you can then, the urge is to control the situation so that it goes the way that you planned it. And I know I've spoken about, you know, that I sometimes struggle with that. I've mentioned that on the podcast. Um, but I think, again, that's a bit of a tricky part of of expectation um, because it, based on what you said, you know, you do compare to that. But also if it doesn't go that way and you've set yourself up for a particular outcome, you can you know, feel crap about it when it doesn't work out. And so that's a bit of a, a tricky situation to put yourself in, if that makes sense. So I think there's lots of elements that are, are interesting in this uh, topic. So well done. Well done, Margie. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Smug. No, but you know, I, you know, this podcast is all about living a hell yes, you know, and it's finding. Is it? <laughs> and it's finding <laughs> way, you know, everybody's way to live a hell yes. And what stops them doing that. And, I do think that um, even if you manage to meet your expectations, are they actually as good as you thought they would be? In other words, you're comparing what you wanted to what you actually received, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would actually say, can you ever even meet your expectations? So, you know, an example, we went to a wedding at the weekend and I think what was lovely about it is that we didn't have any expectations as to what it was going to be like. Do you know what I mean? We knew a little bit about what the ceremony would be like, but we knew nothing else about kind of, you know, the party afterwards and all that kind of thing. And it meant that I think that definitely contributed to us having a lovely time because it meant there weren't any expectations attached to it. So anything that happened that was good was just oh, amazing. Do you know what I mean? How exciting, how lovely. And it was a really positive experience. Whereas I think, um, you know, I think about, you know, big occasions when you plan something. So say, for example, your birthday and you plan to do something lovely, 
you big it up so much in your head and you have such expectations about how the night's going to go or, you know, how people are going to make you feel and how you're going to feel and all of that. And I think, you know, again, similarly, New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve is a bit of always a letdown because you expect it to be great. You think it's going to be this, oh my God, pivotal changing moment, the turning of the, you know, start of the new year. And it always falls a bit flat. Um, and my best New Year's Eves have been the ones where I've, you know, haven't done anything special or, you know, I haven't built up any expectations. I've just chilled with the pizza and played ball games or whatever. So I think there is this thing about expectation um, where I would argue potentially, are you setting yourself up for, you know, disappointment? Because are you ever going to meet your own expectations? Because I think we have very high, a very high level of expectation as humans. Or what about if we do it a different way? And this is then where you don't get caught up in that trap. What about if we have expectations, which is great for intention, which is great for manifestation, yeah? But then we let go of the outcome and we are happy with whatever the outcome is, knowing and trusting that that's how it's meant to be. I think that, yeah, again, I think that incorporates another thing that we've spoken about a bit before, but I think they're all interlinked and so it's worth mentioning, but about acceptance um, and the importance of acceptance. I'm actually having counselling at the moment um, and my counsellor, my therapist mentioned that the other day, that like acceptance is peace and the importance of acceptance and how that's a really, it's a really powerful ability to have to be able to accept whatever's going on in your life. And I think you know, I think we've actually got a t- uh, an episode titled Acceptance is Peace, because if you don't, if you can't get to that state of acceptance, it's, it, it's trickier to move on. Do you know what I mean? It's trickier to move forward. And so, yeah, I would say that I think maybe I think expectations are good, as you mentioned, in terms of manifesting and knowing what you want and knowing what's important to you and what your values are and that kind of thing. But I would also say, you know, don't try and pa- plan your life to such a high degree that you expect everything in terms of, do you know what I mean? You expect every single day to look a certain way and be a certain way. And then when, and then I guess there's the added point of when those things don't happen or those expectations aren't met, just accept them, you know, with grace and, and, and I guess w- with a hopeful attitude rather than a kind of everything is hopeless, futile, because this thing didn't go the way I planned it, you know? And I feel like these are, ob- it sounds like these are obvious things that we're talking about, but I don't think we put them into practice. I don't think enough of, enough of us think think about them and put them into practice. So it's worth talking about. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I would love to um, at some point down the line do an episode on surrender, which is one step further than acceptance. And I guess what I'm saying in relation to um, having expectations and then letting go of that, you then surrender, don't you? You surrender to the... Um, the outcome of whatever it is, like you just said, and, and be um, accepting of that. When we do that, there is no comparison. And then we let go of that whole compare and despair, you know. Um, and that's the point, isn't it? It's letting go of that element of despair when, as you say, it doesn't happen the way you supposedly think you want it to happen. And that is kind of where surrender comes in. It's like surrendering to the gr- the greater plan, if you know what I mean, whatever that is. Um, but then, yes, we we don't have that despair. And that's where peace comes from, like you say, you know, acceptance is peace, but the step further is surrender. 
but that's where peace comes from. And that's where we can actually start to let go of um, despairing about checking in with and comparing to what we want, what we expect and what we're hoping for and the way it manifests. Yeah. So it's the peace we're looking for. Would you say that you um, kind of, would you say you do this yourself in terms of kind of compare and despair and do you compare to your expectations or, you know, do you have high expectations of how things are going to go? Like what's your personal experience of this been? You always ask me these questions. Um, I don't, I, I genuinely don't despair on expectations that I've got or that I, I would call for me definitely, I would absolutely say it's intentions more than expectations. Yeah. So I have clear intentions for sure of what I would like or what I want to achieve or, or what I want to happen around me for me, as in what I can vibrate at, not anybody else's. I'm not here to control anybody at all. But um, I, I have no no compare and despair. I can actually say I don't have that. High expectations for me, I don't think there's anything wrong with aiming for the moon. I really don't. I think you sell yourself short when you don't do that. It's kind of like saying, I don't trust. So what I'm going to do is, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to hedge my bets. I'm going to go for the lower rank. I'm going to think about it. And, and that just, you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're limitless and you're limitless potential. So what you're then saying is, I don't trust and um, I'm not even going to go for that. And that's a real shame. What it, What would be best is aiming for that, intending that, as I've said, but with no, um, how awful will it be if this doesn't happen? And that's what trips so many people up. Um, how awful will this be if this doesn't happen? Well, that's what you're going to manifest because obviously what you what you put your focus on, you, you will attract. I mean, you just have to. But two, you're just not giving yourself the chance to receive, be, do or have that limitlessness, that potential that is out there for you, waiting for you. Do you think this is something though that you've got better at as you've got older and you've got more awareness of? No, I think I was great from the beginning. No, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> <laughs> She's not joking. No, I am joking. You know I am. Um, yeah, for sure. It takes practice, you know. First of all, it takes awareness. But then it does take, once you've got the awareness, it really does take um you do have to make a choice you know to to follow through on a behavior or a habit of thought that's going to serve you rather than limit you we're very good at covering our tracks making sure we aim low just in case this doesn't happen and we stay in that kind of habit of thought you know i'll think this just in case or i'll do this just in case um that just in case, what is that? I guess people think that's a safety net. All it is, it's limitation. And it keeps you stuck there. Okay. And you know how you mentioned, you know, you think expectations are a good thing in some ways because you're manifesting what you want. Do you know what I mean? And you're, um, if, you know, if you're expecting to reach the moon, it's more likely you, that you'll get there and that kind of thing. But what about expectations of others because obviously as you mentioned we can't control others we can't control what they do we can only control our reactions so 
you know, in the in the relationships in your life with the people closest to you, do you put expectations on them of how they'll behave and what they'll do? Or do you know what I mean? Because I think that's a tricky one. I think that's a step even further um, because I think we, you know, I could maybe be quite zen and self-aware about expectations that I have for me and my life, but I think I was still then, do you know what I mean? It's a step further, I think, to not put that on others because we do. We expect that, you know, our boss is going to act a certain way and our colleagues are going to act a certain way and our partner's going to act a certain way and our friends will always, you know, be there for us and kind of, and that kind of, do you know what I mean? And obviously we, we understand that everyone's human and that kind of thing, but I do think we place expectations on the people that we love. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I agree with I um oh I yeah, I do agree that the majority of the time human habit is to do that, definitely for sure. Again, this is something that would really be so beneficial to not do that because how many times I'd love people that are listening to this, how many times have you had expectation of expectation, sorry, of somebody like Holly has just said, and you don't feel they've met them? Yeah. Because you're because you're again it goes back to what we said at the beginning, because you're comparing their yeah. behavior to the expectation to and, they, expect. and they don't match up, you know. Yeah. And then what do you do? You despair, you know? So it's really good to be aware of that. And does you see, this is the thing about expect expectations of other people, you know. We we all have such we, we all have unique facets, you know. Everybody is unique. And it's so bizarre, isn't it? to compare from our unique personalities or facets to, to, to expect somebody else to then behave in the way that you would expect them to when they've got their own unique facet. It's really weird. It, we do it, but it's incredibly weird to believe that they could then follow through on that. And then you get into that place of despair. So if you just remember that we are all unique and really have no expectation of whether or not they would follow through on the way you would want them to. It's a bit like you hear this all the time, don't you? And you do. I hear this a lot with um, couples when um, one partner will say to the other partner, uh, could you do the washing up? You know, could you do the washing up? And um, they, they, so many people say that person will only wash up when I stop asking them to wash up. Right. Don't they? they? They do say that. Now, it's so interesting because the reason that person keeps asking them to wash up is because they have no expectation that they will wash up. Oh, my God. I do this all the time with Ellie. I, um, <laughs> I, I, I ask her to do stuff before I've even given her the chance to do it. <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like Why? And, and, and she would do it. And I, I, I know that if I there's stuff that, you know, we do around the house or whatever that I don't need to ask her to do, but I do kind of for my sake, do you know what I mean? So I'm like, oh, well, I know that I've asked you and my expectation is that you'll do it. So I'm going to make sure that I ask and, and she would have done it anyway. And it's, and it's probably not, and it's annoying. It's like, shut up. I, I know I'm going to do it. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't need to hassle me about it, but we do that. I think to kind of cover our own backs, you know, and to try like fruitlessly to try and make sure our expectations are met. See, isn't that interesting? And then it all goes back to control. And it is so exhausting. To all right, Savage, out. steady on. <laughs> what are you but trying to say? <laughs> but it? it goes back to control to keep covering our backs to make sure 
that people follow through on the expectation that we want to follow them through on, if you know what I mean. And so that we don't get into that place of despair because they're not doing what we what we wanted them to do. Man, that, God, that, you can tie yourself up in knots with that. Whereas if you just have clear intention and let go, because everything's good anyway, really in the grand scheme of things, if, if somebody didn't wash up, is it because they haven't washed up or is it honestly because of your reaction to the fact that they haven't washed up? That's really what it's about. So if we could just let go of that, and I'm not saying that, that it means you don't have a chat about it at times or something if they're not doing that, but it's not about this whole thing of, of, you know, I want people to be aware that if you are covering your back, if you are trying to control these expectations, whether they're going to happen, whether they're not going to happen, you will live in control. And if those expectations aren't being followed through, you're going to have that compare and despair thing. And you've got to seriously loosen that, let go. So take steps to think, oh, this is what I would love. This is what I'm expecting. This is what I would love to happen. What if, you know, just that's a lovely thing to say. This is a lovely thing to, to do. Wow. What if that happened? You know, wouldn't that be wonderful? Just what if? So therefore, you're not attaching to it. You're just getting into that place of, wow, what if? And then you let it go. Then there is no comparison to whether that expectation will be met or not. There'll be no despair. It's just, wow, what if? It's a much looser, easier vibration to be in. Mm, I think it's an interesting one, definitely. Because there's also an element, though, of, I don't know, like uh, accountability. And, you know, if someone says that they're going to do something, there is an expectation then that they'll do it. And I know that like the Zen response would be to not be caught up in whether it's done or not. But obviously, you know, relationships, whatever kind of relationship it is, you do have expectations of each other, just kind of base level expectations that they'll, you know, be kind or have your back or whatever. So, you know, is I think for me, the I don't know if anyone can relate to this, but it's the kind of constant um I won't use the word struggle because we all know that mum has a major issue with that word, but it's the, the, (laughs) it's the, it's the kind of, it's the battle, I guess, between, you know, trying to be Zen, you know, not, um, what's the word going with the flow, that kind of thing versus, but I do, I don't know. I, I, the reason that I value the people that I value so highly in my life is because they always show up for me and they're always, you know, loving and, you know, like the relationship is built on a, a past history of really having each other's backs. And that's a, a two-way street. Do you know what I mean? By the way, that's not just one way all coming at me. It's a two-way street. So it's kind of, I think that's the, the thing for me. It's knowing when, I guess, yeah, it's just feeding into it and knowing when it's worth having a discussion about expectations and stuff like that and when it's me just being perhaps a bit controlling or you know that kind of thing worrying too much and then actually the best thing to do is just let it go mm-hmm. I mean the awareness is how you feel yeah so if, if you're trying to if you're in that space of um, expecting hoping controlling in that way that you're going to feel it. You're going to feel the tension, you know, you're going to feel it in your stomach or you're going to feel the nagging thought going on in your head. And that's not living a hell yes. That's that's all this is about. It's not about being Zen. 
but it's about does my life feel better that way where I've got a nagging worry because I've got an expectation. So that expectation comes with the nagging worry that that's not going to happen. Or could you have an expectation where, do you know what, what if, and if it doesn't, I'm not just talking about other people, I'm talking about anything at all that you're expecting for you and within you for your life. And what if, you know, clear intention and then a what if, and you know what, If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen because right here, right now, it's not the right thing for you right here, right now. You know, as we've we've quoted this before, Eckhart Tolle says you're in the space you're in because you're meant to be in the space you're in right now or you wouldn't be in it. So then you can let go of expectation if you can trust that. In other words, you have the expectation, let go of the comparison to it, let go of the outcome to it. You've got the choice, haven't you, all the time? Do you want to tie yourself up in knots, which is a hell no? Or do you want to allow yourself to be freer in the feeling of just what if? And then whatever the outcome is, it's the perfect outcome for you right now. Yeah, I think it also opens you up to a lot more, a lot more opportunities for joy as well. I think when you're in that closed, controlling, fearful state of mind, you actually can just be closed off to you know, just random acts, you know, acts and situations that feel random, you know, like I said, with the wedding, like we, we were totally open um, and actually removing that element of expectation meant that we could just be really surprised, you know, joyfully surprised at all the lovely things that happened during the day. So I think it's, yeah. But how wonderful if you could have expectation and still enjoy whatever, regardless of the outcome. Because then your moments of joy aren't dependent upon what's going on around you. That's real hell yes, because that's freedom. All right, I'll work on it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you will. We're all working on it, aren't we? I mean, man, we're all working on it, you know, but but that's really what we're here for. You know, remember, one of the things we're here for is freedom, you know, Um, freedom, joy and growth. So when we tie ourselves up in knots, we're not free. When we can let go of outcome, we are free. When we can have expectation, joyful expectation, and let go of that expectation and trust that whatever that outcome will be is the perfect thing, then you've got real freedom. Then you're living a hell yes. And let go of comparison. Let go of that. Yeah, let go. Let go of all of that. Awesome. I think that's a good place to end. Thank you for that, Margie. I really hope that anyone that's listening to this um, has enjoyed the episode and found it useful. There are links in the description, as always, as to where else you can find us and interact with us if that's what you'd like to do. We really appreciate it when you give us feedback and um, topic ideas for the podcast, because sometimes we do run a little low on those. So if you have anything that you'd like us to discuss, please do let us know. And we will see you on Monday for another short episode. But until then, we hope you have a wonderful week. Live in a hell yes. Bye-bye.